Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to help you see clearly, help you see God's word for what it is, to help you know that God is true, that God is real, that God exists, and he exists as the God of the Bible. You know, the verse I read for myself this morning from 1 Thessalonians talks about the joy Paul had with them who believed, them who knew that what they were given was God's word, was the God of the universe, the one who created everything. It was his message to us. And it still is. Be encouraged, people. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West and the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And that is the world of secular humanism. That's the world of uh, Democrat politics. That's the world of evolution and our collegiate environment that wants to indoctrinate our children into socialism, communism, things that will never work because of the human condition. And let me back up. The only way they would work is with someone truly benevolent, truly above our sinfulness, truly beyond our inability to not be selfish. Our inability. Yeah. Anyway, you get the idea. So, welcome. We are uh, on Genesis 36 today. And so, we are going to continue through the Bible. We started in Genesis 1 and learned how we were created. And, you know, I think it's funny that science will try to uh, belittle the Bible. Oh, it's just a collection of fables. I'm like, okay, these are people who were there and wrote things down for our benefit by the one who created us, by his prompting in his hand. How many of you scientists, how many of you professors were there 5,000 years ago? Anybody? Raise a hand. Oh, none. Okay. Okay. And yet, they're going to tell us, just like the folks that told you you need to take the shot for COVID, and still are, even though people are dying left and right from that stupid thing, that it's better to take the shot than to get COVID. And many, many people have survived the whole COVID experience. Myself using ivermectin, thank God, that I was able to get some. But, let's suffice it to say that you know, this is all a religious, religious endeavor. Don't let anybody fool you that evolution is somehow science because it has nothing to do with science. Neither does secular humanism, neither does communism, neither does any other ism. But when you put your faith and trust in the one true God, in the objective truth of God's word, you can have confidence, you can be encouraged, you can walk upright and go, you know what? I'm trusting in the only one who can save me, the only one who can give me true life when I leave this earth. 
So again, we're back in uh, Genesis. We are going through the lives of Jacob and Esau now. In Genesis 36, we start looking at the descendants of Esau. This is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. Esau married two young women from Canaan, Ada, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Aholibama. I love that. Aholibama, the daughter of Anah and the granddaughter of Zibion, the Hivite. He also married his cousin Basemath, who was the daughter of Ishmael and the sister of Nebaioth. Ada gave birth to a son named Eliphaz for Esau. Basemath gave birth to a son named Reuel. Aholibama gave birth to sons named Jush, Jush, Jalam, and Korah. All these sons were born to Esau in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his children, and his entire household, along with his livestock and cattle, all the wealth he had acquired in the land of Jacob, or in the land of Canaan, and moved away from his brother Jacob. There was not enough land to support them both because of all the livestock and possessions they had acquired. So Esau, also known as Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir. This is the account of Esau's descendants, the Edomites, who lived in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Ada, and Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemath. The descendants of Eliphaz were Timon, Omar, Zippu, Gatim, and Kenaz. Timnah, the concubine of Esau's son, Eliphaz, gave birth to a son named Amalek. And these are the descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. The descendants of Reuel and Nathan, or Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the descendants of Esau's wife, Basemath. Esau also had sons through Aholibama, the daughter of Anah, and the granddaughter of Zibion. Their names were Jush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the descendants of Esau who became the leaders of various clans. The descendants of Esau's oldest son. Let me back up. See that word, clans? people groups the word clan there that's what the democrats have coined race in this day and age and they use it as a club to beat anybody they want over the head and i think it's it's a shame and a sham both there's only one race the human race there's a lot of different clans and people groups and cultures but there's only one race the descendants of Esau's oldest son, Eliphaz, became the leaders of the clans of Timon, Omar, Zippu, Kenaz, Korah, Gatim, and Amalek. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom whose descended from Eliphaz. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Ada. The descendants of Esau's son, Reuel, became the leaders of the clans of Nahab, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These are the clan leaders in the land of Edom who descended from Reuel. All these were descendants of Esau's wife, Basemath. The descendants of Esau and his wife, Aholibama, became the leaders of the clans of Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the clan leaders who descended from Esau's wife, Aholibama, the daughter of Anah. These are the clans descended from Esau, also known as Edom, identified by their clan leaders. These are the names of the tribes that descended from Seir, the Horite, they lived in the land of Edom, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer, Dishan, and Dishan. These were the Horite clan leaders and the descendants of Seir who lived in the land of Edom. The descendants of Lotan were Hori and Hemam. Lotan's sister was named Timnah. The descendants of Shobal were Alvin, Manahath, Ebal, Shepo, and Onam. 
descendants of Zibium were Ahia and Ana. This is Ana who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness while he was grazing on his father's donkeys. I love that. That's a good one. Descendants of Ana were his son, Dishan, and his daughter, Aholibama. The descendants of Dishan were Hedma, Hemda, Hemdan, Ishban, Ithran, and Kiran. If you want an adventure, go through and read the names in some of these this descendant lists. Uh, the descendants of Ezer were Bilhan, Zaban, and Akam. Descendants of Dishan were Uzan, Uz, and Iran. So these were the leaders of the Horak clans, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, and Ana. Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan, or Dijan, the Horak clans named after their clan leaders who lived in the land of Sair. These are the kings who ruled the land of Edom before the king ruled over the Israelites. Bala, the son of Beor, who ruled Edom from the city of Dinhaba. When Bala died, Jobab, son of Zerah from Basra, became king in his place. When Jobab died, Husham, the land of the Temanites, became king in his place. When Husham died, Hudad, son of Bedad, became king in his place and ruled from the city of Avith. He was the one who defeated the Midianites in the land of Moab. When Hadad died, Samla from the city of Masrika became king in his place. When Samla died, uh, Shaul from the city of Rehoboth, the river, became king in his place. When Shaul died, Balhanan, son of Akbor, became the king in his place. When Balhanan, son of Ak Akbor, died, Hadad became king in his place and ruled from the city of Pau. His wife, Mehetabel, the daughter of Metra, the granddaughter of Mizahab. These are the names of the leaders of the clans descended from Esau, who lived in the places named for them. Timnah, Alba, Jetheth, Aholibama, Elah, Pinan, Kenaz, Timon, Miz, or Mibzar, Migdiel, and Iram. These are the leaders of the clans of Edom, listed according to their settlements on the land they occupied. These all descended from Esau, the ancestor of the Edomites and what a beautiful thing that is right uh, think about it all these different lists of people you know we don't have them all we don't you know God didn't give us a list of the land of Ishmael you know when he took off and and uh, we don't really see much on his descendants in here but we do see this line of Isaac and then Jacob and now we even get a, a look into Esau's uh, deal and it's very detailed. And these people were there who wrote it down, who knew all these people. And so, you know, people want to complain like, you know, you look at later in the New Testament, the line of Christ, and there's a person missing here or there. And people want to, oh, and complain about it. But yet they missed the fact that they kept track of all this stuff throughout all these years. Somebody was writing it down or handing it down or talking about it. And so again, the accuracy, you know, when archaeology is uh, discovering things, just the, the dependent uh, nature of the Word of God and what it's been over the years. You know, you can try and poke holes in it all you want, but at the end of the day, it's still God's Word. And you're either going to learn to trust in it or you're going to hell. One of the two. I mean, that's that's pretty much the decision you have before you. And uh, I, for one, would much rather see you with me in heaven someday when I'm uh, um, 
asking God to forgive me because of what his what he did through his son so anyway I gotta uh, get moving today it's a it's a, uh, a day to go do some things out there and uh, we'll just call it that Lord God Almighty thank you for this day thank you for the day that you have made please bless it and keep it in Jesus name Well